Hello, and welcome to the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast, the show that will help your entire family bring back bedtime. Each episode, sleep expert Alana McGinn discusses your burning sleep questions and provides you with tangible sleep tips and tricks to help you create your own sleep plan for your family. Whether it's how to extend your baby's naps, end bedtime battles with your toddler, or help you sleep better at night, this podcast talks all things sleep to help you and your family get the sleep you deserve. With colleagues, friends, and other wellness experts, Alana discusses all lifestyle topics that you want more information on. Are you ready to bring back bedtime? Here's your host, sleep educator, mom of three, and pop culture fanatic, Alana McGinn. Hi, I'm Alana McGinn, founder of GoodnightSleepSite.com, a website offering sleep support and resources for you and your family. Our global team of certified sleep consultants can work one-on-one with you to help your family members sleep better. From babies to teens and adults as well, we can help you put the right sleep plan together to help your child or yourself sleep better. Remember the sleep plan is only part of the process. The ongoing support you will receive from your good night consultant is what will help you stay consistent, accountable, and sleep educated to make sure you are successful in your overall family sleep goals. Our goal is to help you become your own family's sleep expert. And we take pride in our education and above and beyond support we offer to all families who sign up with us. You can head over to goodnightsleepsite.com to find out how you can work with a good night sleep site consultant who can help you with each step along the way to creating your family sleep plan. Guys, you don't have to be sleep deprived just because you have a baby. If you think you are destined to months of no sleep after having a baby, think again. I am going to be your guide in teaching your baby how to become a champion sleeper with the same compassionate and practical wisdom I've used to help thousands of families get better sleep. You are the expert at your baby's sleep. No, really, you are, and I'm going to teach you how to use your knowledge about your baby to create a personalized sleep plan grounded in the science of sleep. I want to introduce you to my first book in the This Girl Loves Sleep series titled This Baby Loves Sleep. In This Baby Loves Sleep, I debunk the myths about baby sleep that may be keeping your little one from getting the rest he or she needs. I use the newborn weeks as the foundation for building good sleep habits. I apply my four good night sleep tools as the basis for your baby's sleep plan. And I help your baby fall asleep on his or her own throughout the night without your assistance. And we prioritize maternal and paternal mental health during your baby's infancy. This is the baby sleep book that every Taya parent needs to own. You won't be skipping any chapters with this one. I made it my mission to create an easy to read, easy to apply and plan sleep book that gets to the heart of what's going on with your baby's sleep quickly and insightfully so that you can start applying these practical science-based baby sleep steps that have helped thousands of our families as early as tonight. So what's inside this baby loves sleep? You're going to learn newborn know-how. You will learn to recognize the connection between your newborn's brain development and sleep. 
I write about sleep environment. Understand the important role that sleep environment plays in your baby's sleep. We're going to talk about schedules, guys. It's the question we get asked so often from our families. So you are going to learn the biologically appropriate times your baby should be awake and asleep based on age and development. The approach, you will be able to find the sleep training method that works best for you and your baby. And guys, who's ready for longer naps? You will be able to unlock the secrets of restful and longer and I mean it, guys, longer naps. You're going to get all the answers to your most common baby sleep dilemmas. I wrote this book with you in mind because I remember what it was like to be exhausted and needing information, safe, practical, research-based information that I could apply to my baby sleep plan stat. This Baby Love Sleep is the baby sleep book that will help your baby learn the important skill of independent sleep, helping your family get the sleep they need. You can find a link to purchase this baby love sleep over at goodnightsleepsite.com and it's available to download now. That's right, you can start reading it within seconds and your baby can start sleeping soundly before you know it. One minute, you have this perfect little gorgeous baby who sleeps and all is right in the world. You may even be bragging about it at how amazing your new baby sleeps. I always smirk a little bit because I think, wait for it, wait for it, because suddenly your baby is waking up throughout the night and skipping naps. And why the heck won't they stay asleep anymore when you place them in their crib. It is not fun, you guys, but sometimes it is unavoidable. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm going to break down the first sleep regression period that you may see, and that is the four-month sleep regression. Okay, so what is the four-month sleep regression? So at this stage in their lives, babies begin to sleep more like adults, more like we do. So what I mean by that is they can no longer block out their incredibly loud siblings, the sounds of the grocery store, or the party going on around them, okay? Unlike their newborn selves, they no longer spend a lot of time in deep sleep. And now they sleep in cycles between light and deep sleep, just like we do, just like adults. So remember when they were first born and you can rock them to sleep and gently place them in the crib and they stayed asleep? Well, that's when each cycle had longer periods of deep sleep. But now as they are growing and as they are getting older, they transition into longer phases of lighter sleep. And now when you're rocking them to sleep and placing them back into their cribs, it may not be that easy. So these light and deep sleep cycles mean that your baby will likely wake up more often as they're cycling in and out or they're transitioning in and out of each sleep cycle, falling into the next. When they're in that state of partial arousal, so this is when they're transitioning between one sleep cycle into another, babies may need your help with falling asleep again, okay? And they might need the environment in which they fell asleep to be recreated. So if that environment is rocking to sleep, 
nursing to sleep, that is what they are going to need you to do to get into that next cycle of sleep, okay? Now, this is okay short-term. And when we're talking about, you know, our fourth trimester babies are zero to four months, I mean, all of this is definitely to be expected. But now we need to talk about, okay, what are some long-term solutions, right? So sleep is a natural thing. We were all born with the ability to sleep. Now, what doesn't come naturally is the ability to fall back asleep independently. This is a skill that we have to learn as humans. And starting between the ages of, say, four to six months of age, your baby can start to learn that skill for themselves. So think of it like any new skill, walking, talking, riding a bike, all these awesome skills. But guys, none of these skills came easily, right? The ability to self-soothe doesn't begin to develop until somewhere between 12 weeks of age, give or take a few weeks, okay? Babies need to practice this ability in order to become better at it. And you can start slowly working on those self-soothing skills, but it will take time. You'll have to be consistent at it. And guys, you gotta be patient. It's never a sure thing for a baby under four months old, and you can't hurry the process along. There are, however, a few things that you can start doing to help your baby learn this skill. So let's always bring it back to the baby sleep environment, right? And it is so important to be as consistent with your baby sleep environment as possible. So between three to six months of age, you can start getting your baby used to their crib, both for day and night sleep, if that is a step you are ready to take, okay? Keeping things consistent for both day and night sleep will help your child feel safe and secure in their sleep environment. The only way, and I know I've said this before, the only way for your baby to get used to their crib is to guess what? Be in it, right? And your baby may only last a few minutes at first, so be patient. You want to create that association between crib and sleep so that your baby knows when they're in their crib, it is time to sleep. We also have to understand that sleep and nap time may become multi-part events. So nap times are not necessarily over just because your baby cries, right? I know. Before you run to the door, I always say, guys, stop, wait, and listen. Your child may be trying to self-soothe, so we've got to let them practice that skill of self-soothing before going to them right away. This is a small step and allowing them to practice the skill of falling back to sleep. If after five or 10 minutes, your child is still crying, you can go in and help them if need be. There are no real rules at this age, okay? But if he's just making some soft noises and fussing, try to leave your child until they are ready to sleep, until they fall back to sleep, okay? If your child's really unhappy, you can go ahead and pick them up, but just baby steps, okay? Always stop, wait, and listen first before swooping in and doing it for them, guys. Between that four to six month mark, when we might see that four month sleep progression pop up, we really want to start working on those independent sleep skills. And we have to take those steps forward to help them learn that independent sleep. And that means doing less and less of it for them. Okay. So here's a sleep tip. Watch for signs of sleepiness when the baby is awake, okay? Because often we're pushing out our baby's wakeful periods too long, right? And we know that an overtired baby will not fall asleep easy, right? So watch their sleep cues. Try to avoid putting them down overtired for the next nap or even for bedtime, okay? If your baby is rubbing your eyes 
or yawning, this is a sign that perhaps it's ready for nap time or even bedtime. Okay. Bedtime routine guys, super important. And you can incorporate a short nap time routine before your baby's nap, just like you do with a bedtime routine, right? So while I recommend you giving yourself at least 30 minutes to have a nice, relaxing bedtime routine, you can condense that routine for naps as well. You know, maybe it's a five or 10 minute routine before their nap. So an example of a nap time routine, because you're not going to do everything for nap time that you would do at bedtime. But an example for a nap time routine would be, you know, bringing their baby into the nursery, dimming the lights, changing their diapers, you know, singing a little lullaby, saying a prayer, whatever you guys do, and then putting baby into crib and letting them fall asleep on their own. Okay. So having that routine before nap time is really going to help them kind of mentally prepare that it's time to go to sleep. And like I said, you're not going to be doing the exact same things that you do at bedtime, like giving them a bottle and giving them a bath, but bringing down stimulation, talking in soothing tones, changing their diaper, reading them a little story, five or 10 minutes right before nap time can be really great. Darken up your baby's room. So again, bringing it back to sleep environment. Anyone who has ever worked a night shift can vouch for this. Sleeping in a bright room is super difficult to do, right? Same with our babies. So, you know, if we're trying to encourage those naps, guys, and naps can take time, use blackout shades to really help darken up baby's room during nap time. A dark room will help with the release of our sleep hormone, our natural sleep hormone, melatonin, right? And this is going to aid in making your baby nice and drowsy and ready for sleep and get them prepared for their body to have a really wonderful nap. So keep the environment as quiet as possible also. I know that could be easier said than done when there are older siblings who no longer nap, but it's not impossible, you guys. You could introduce a white noise machine that runs continuously throughout the nap to help kind of lull that baby into a deep and restorative sleep Also mask out any kind of external sounds. You know, it doesn't have to be cranked full blast beside their crib. I always say put it at mid-level, mid-range, and place it against the noisiest wall. So if it is a wall that perhaps they share with their older sibling, if it is the wall to the hallway that could be noisy, if it is the wall to where the window is facing outside and you live on a noisier street, that is where you want to place the white noise machine, okay? And a great sleep tip, guys, blackout shades can be really hard to find for some window sizes. So while you're looking, try a super cheap and effective temporary solution. So all you designer people, don't freak out. But this is also really handy when traveling. Just tape up some garbage bags to the window frame, right? Completely cover that window and black it out. Like I said, guys, it's not a permanent solution, but it can work really well until you make the investment in new window coverings or uh, blackout blinds used over your existing ones as well. Remember guys, during the fourth month sleep regression, it is really important to be consistent and try not to beat yourself up. Okay. This is a learning process, right? For both of you, for both you and your child, but with consistency and guidance, you can help your baby get through the regression and become an independent and amazing sleeper. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, don't go anywhere because coming up, I am opening up my sleep clinic and answering two of your sleep questions. Until next time, I wish everyone sweet dreams and a good night. (music) 
All right, guys, it is time to open up my sleep clinic where I'm able to answer your sleep questions that you submitted to me through Instagram and Twitter. And if you want your sleep question possibly answered on an upcoming episode, make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Both are at GN Sleep Site, and you can message me your sleep questions there. So the first question, these are two questions that I got in through Instagram, are from at DCirillo. The first one's from at DCirillo. And she asks, is it best to sleep train during the four-month regression or do you wait? I love this question because I feel like there is, everyone has seems to have a bit of a different opinion on this. I know there are some experts and um, some books out there that will talk about waiting during different regressions um, to start any kind of sleep training practice. I tend to side more with the rule of thumb is that you can really teach any kind of sleep habits at any stage. Because even if I'm saying the four-month sleep regression, it could happen at three months. It could happen at five months. It doesn't necessarily happen at four months. So if you are really struggling with sleep loss, your child's really struggling with sleep loss, and you are really ready to put a sleep plan together, and your child is at that four-month mark and perhaps not showing signs of sleep regression, you can definitely start. Even if your child is showing some signs of sleep regression, it might just mean that they need to better their independent sleep skills you can start. So, you know, I tend to, you know, tend to recommend starting whenever you are fully ready to 100% commit to whatever sleep plan that you put together. That is always the best time to start. So if you are ready to start and you're 100% committed to be as consistent as you can be, that is always the best time to start. So I hope that helps. All right. The next question is from at J. QG1125. And she asks, can you skip the four-month sleep regression if your baby falls asleep independently? Absolutely, guys. Not every baby is going to go through a regression. Not every baby is going to go through the classic signs of a four-month sleep regression. That being said, you might also have a baby who has you know, go through the four-month sleep regression, but never goes through the eight to 10-month sleep regression. You might have a baby that goes through all regressions. Like every baby is different. So if your baby is just a naturally good sleeper, go with it. You know, I mean, who am I to tell you to change things? But if you're seeing things pop up and you're seeing some sleep issues, it could just be that your baby needs to learn some of those independent sleep skills and some sleep training has to be done. And it's not necessarily a regression that they're going through, right? So every baby's different. Like I said, you have to apply whatever you are confident in applying. So create the sleep plan that you are comfortable and being consistent with and go for it. So I hope that that helps. Um, Thanks everyone for joining in. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, guys. And be sure to check back for more episodes helping your family bring back bedtime. And to make sure you don't miss out, you can subscribe to the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or iTunes, basically wherever you get your podcasts. And download our free sleep resources at goodnightsleepsite.com slash podcast. And if you like what you hear, guys, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. That helps the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast reach even more families like yours who deserve better sleep.